0: You're back on the Ask Coach Perry Cycling Podcast with myself, Mr. Active David Katz and Devlin Eden. Thanks very much uh, for joining us once again. And uh, the Tour de France still uh, sort of fresh in the mind. And someone who had a fantastic Tour de France was uh, Mark Cavendish. So we got a question in about that that sort of final kick in a sprint uh, sprint finish. You know, how do you train for that? Uh, look, we're not all Mark Cavendish, uh, but often you get that chance to sort of win your group in a race. And uh, you know, Devlin, can you sort of train? For that sort of final kick And uh, how would you go about handling it uh, If you were sort of in position on race day To, to maybe go for that win on your group
1: Yeah, so, so Mark Cavendish is a brilliant example And I mean the man is pure class as well From a speed point of view But Mark Cavendish for example Comes from a track background So track cycling as well Generally the, the type of discipline he would have done here Is a lot shorter as well um, and typically high intensity, and it is, it's is—it's exactly that sprint and the pursuit type of thing. So having that background has always helped him as a, as a sprinter, but typically if you have a look at a sprinter, you have a look at a Mark Cavendish, you have a look at a, a Marcel Kittel, uh, Peter Sagan for that case as well, they're generally very muscular riders. You have a look at the size of their legs, for instance, compared to a Chris Froome or an Alberto Contador you can see a huge difference in those riders. They're very muscular and very explosive individuals. And that comes down to the type of training that they're doing. So they, and I'm not saying take away endurance because they have to be riding, they're still getting through the same amount of kilometers in the Tour de France as to what your Alberto Contadors are and your Chris Froome's are. But those riders are typically there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to win stages and sprints. And that comes down to their training in terms of the high intensity work and the speed and strength and power work that they do. So that comes, a lot of that gets done in the gym and hence why the size of their legs look at what they are. But then also the type of interval training that they do as well. So a lot of really high intensity, short, sharp intervals with a lot of rest between is what's key there. So so that's a lot. And what makes them generally good sprinters as well is the team that backs them. So you look at someone like a Mark Cavendish, for instance, who's got a Mark Renshaw leading him out, for instance. There's three or four riders in a lead-out train, get the guys going. And we don't all have that luxury, unfortunately, of having a lead-out train with us. So if you don't have that and you do find yourself well, you're in the front bunch and you know it's coming down to a sprint finish – it's important to suss out what's happening around you, the other riders. So generally coming into, that, into the sprint finish in the last sort of two or three Ks, you then start finding a little bit of cat and mouse being played. So no one really wants to get to the front. No one really wants to do any work. It's important to just keep your calm, keep cool, and get an idea for what the other guys are doing around you. Start jostling so that you're getting into a position. You don't want to attack a sprint from the front of the bunch unless you're 100% certain that you are the strongest rider in that group. It's more important to sit two or three or four riders even back a little bit, sit behind, let someone else do the work, let them save a bit of energy. You save a little bit of energy while you're drafting behind those guys coming in towards the finish line. Important to select the right gear that you feel to attack on. And more important, don't think of trying to change gear in the last couple of hundred meters where you now need to kick. Because that's when anything could happen. You could either break a chain, you could just drop a gear. Um, and by that, it's literally that split second where the guys get a gap on you and you won't be able to catch them. So never change gears in that final sprint. Make sure you've got the right gear selection coming into it. And then don't go too early. Again, you'll see the guys generally will only kick in the last sort of 100 meters. There's, you'll find guys typically might go out a little bit further if they know that they're stronger. But more often than not, that sprint, you cannot sustain that sort of power output for very long. So those guys will go out as hard as they can and then get reeled in by the guy who was three or four places behind them. So it is important to to just keep your cool, have a look around you, see what's happening. When you feel, if no one's made a move and you feel that you've got it in the legs, go out hard, keep your head down, don't look around, and just give everything you've got to get to that finish line.
0: Well, Devlin, you started right at the beginning about mentioning Mark Cavendish's track background, and I think that's why he's had such a good Tour de France this year after a couple of years. That training to be back on the track in Rio... Look out for Mark Cavendish. I think he's on course not only just for a medal, possibly gold, because that's really sort of benefited him. And another track cyclist who's coming through the ranks old Fernando Gavira of Colombia has joined Ethics Quick Step this season on the road. Also, a track cyclist, a lot of excitement around him, and he's won a few races. So there's definitely something to track cycling, isn't there?
1: 100%.
0: Well, if you want to find out more about Devlin Eden's coaching, all you need to do is go over to CoachParry.com and click on the coaching link. All the information is there and all the packages that he does often. He really can help you. Maybe you will be the next Mark Cavendish. Who knows? But from Devlin Eden and myself, Mr. to David Katz, we'll catch up with you again in a couple of days' time. Be sure to subscribe to the Ask Coach Perry podcast on iTunes, follow it on SoundCloud, or listen to it on Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at AskCoachPerry.